As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, it's Megan. Welcome back to the show. We're going to have a really awesome conversation today about the power of community and connection. Now, you might be wondering, well, this is not really a new conversation around building community, especially if you are a business owner in the coaching or expert industries online like I am. You know, this is not a new conversation. Many of us are members of group coaching programs, we're in masterminds, we attend events, maybe you are also in some peer-led masterminds. I've always been in peer-led masterminds. You know, I, we, I've changed um, maybe some of the peer mastermind groups that I've been a part of over the last so many years. And we're all very connected on social media. I, I doubt if a day goes by where you or I are not jumping on to either Instagram Facebook, LinkedIn, somewhere where we are able to interact in quote unquote community or connect with other people, whether that is just on the regular newsfeed or it's in the DMs or PMs, private messenger in Facebook and Instagram. We are all probably part of Facebook groups whether it's a free Facebook group or we're in a program and a Facebook group is part of it. Facebook groups are the most common places where we're gathering together as part of either building a free community or it's in a paid program. And now we're starting to see other apps and software being used in our group programs and masterminds and certification programs to build connection and community. Volley is a new app. I'm actually exploring. I had a fantastic conversation with the founder and developer of the Volley app recently, and it's something we're going to be testing out in in our new mastermind that I'm building with Nikki Nash, the Wealth Builders Collective. That's something we're going to be testing out. I know that some of my clients use Slack as their way of building community and connection among their client base in their program. They don't even use Facebook. So Slack is another one, and I believe Telegram is another one people are using. We have started using Voxer a lot over the last few years. In fact, I think I first heard of using Voxer as a way to build community among your client base from some of my own clients who said, yeah, I use Voxer. Every single one of my clients is in a group Voxer, and I'm in there too, and it's how they communicate with each other and how... I can communicate with them as well in between our weekly group coaching calls. So there are so many tools and mechanisms and platforms that we have access to and have for quite some time now to keep the community together. And when I say community, I'm really talking about your client base inside of your programs. Now, this conversation is very top of mind for me for two reasons. Number one, I am someone over the last, I mean, I've been in business for 10 years. 
my first business I had for about two years, my current business about six, and then I was in a really high level leadership or executive position for a coaching company. So to a degree, I really feel like that was my community for that that period of time, those years. And in the past six years, the number one thing I'm looking for as a consumer who is looking, when I'm making my buying decision to join a group program or a mastermind, I love those. I don't do a whole lot of one-on-one coaching in terms of receiving my one-on-one coaching because I really enjoy being in a community. It's the my number one value that I'm looking for before I buy. And once I buy and I find that the community and connection aspect is there to the degree that I'm looking for it and crave it, I will stay for a really long time. Once I believe or feel like that community is, I feel like it's no longer my people or the leader's not doing a great job facilitating and cultivating consistent community building and connection, or, you know, if things just seem to be kind of like just not there, like something's just missing with the connection piece, I will exit. That's typically the thing that causes me to want to exit the program. And um, I'm going to share a lot of stories and examples today. Um, I have a lot of examples and stories from my own buying habits and being a client. And then I also work with a lot of larger scale companies with groups and masterminds. And this is one of the biggest pieces that we talk about. So that's the second reason why this is really top of mind. I also do strategic advising in the categories of client experience, client retention, and client results, typically for companies that are doing either really high six figures and also seven and multiple seven figures. And the reason for that is because they're serving a much larger volume of clients all at one time. And community is one of the top two pieces that are most important for any program to have high retention rates. And folks are craving it right now. You know, again, it's not news that many of us, myself included, feel very disconnected we can very much feel like an outsider. We are all in this place. It's a bit of a funky place, I've got to say. Many of us, I mean, I have a lot of conversations, just one-on-one conversations with people behind closed doors where we're catching up with each other or we're revealing to each other what's what's really been going on behind the scenes. Sometimes I find out about it when I have folks on the podcast. There's a lot of funkiness going on. There's a lot of shaking up happening right now. Many business owners are evolving so deeply and rapidly on a personal level and are very much returning back to who they are, who they know themselves to be deep down. And they're allowing themselves to explore that and allow that version of themselves to really take the lead in their lives. As a result, their businesses are drastically changing as well. I'm a great example of that. I shut down all of my programs that I've had for the last six years and some form or fashion in the last six years and completely reinvented myself and my entire business from the ground up over the last 18 months. One of the conversations that I'm hearing when I am chatting with folks is that they're going through something very similar and they're also looking for the right community for themselves. They're not just looking for a group of people. And I think we need to make that distinction around community. Community is not 
a group of people who are coming together. That does not actually create connection. And we all, I think you know what I'm talking about because we, again, we've all been a client inside of groups and masterminds where you're showing up on Zoom every week. You may even have a, a group Voxer channel. You probably have a group Facebook group that you can interact when in with your peers. And for some programs, you may also have some in-person events. I'll never forget. This was almost two years ago. It was in January of 2021. And I was running a virtual retreat for my mastermind at the time. It was a three-day retreat. We spent the first morning of the first day in breakout rooms. And I always start my retreats talking about personal things. So intentions, things that are going on personally for you, emotionally and spiritually before we get into all the business stuff. So they're in breakout rooms and I start getting a text message or a Facebook message from one of the members of my program who's in the breakout room. She goes, we're going to need more time. A lot of people are crying here. They had already been in their rooms for 30 or 45 minutes. So, you know, we extended that. They all came back on and we're sharing out loud. And one of them said, you know what? For the first time, we're acknowledging that we don't actually know each other. We've been in this program together for X number of months. We are seeing each other and talking on every single group call, meaning they're they're coming to the calls. We do a lot of hot seat coaching in masterminds. And I've always run my mastermind where I let the other participants help one another. And we had already done some retreats and they said, we don't even know each other, but we're seeing each other on Zoom every single week. And when your clients say that to you, what they're saying is there's a lack of connection here. Yes, we might be a community, but we're not really a community. We're just a group of people who are coming together and we see each other and we hear what each other says about their business and it doesn't really go beyond that. And that was a really big wake up call for me. That was a really big learning lesson for me. And it reminded me to go back to how I facilitated my classroom when I was a high school teacher. I very much facilitated my classroom in a way that students felt very connected to one another, no matter their culture, their background, their skin color, their level of intelligence or the grades that they were getting in school. And I really enjoyed running a classroom that way. I ran my tennis team that way when I was a women's tennis coach as well at the high school and started doing community in a different way. So I want to share some stories here because this conversation around community and connection, I'm hearing it from every single person I talk to. I'm going to start with a personal story. You know, I'm in I'm in programs. I have I'm always typically in some sort of group coaching program or mastermind. I usually only do one at a time. I don't typically join multiple programs at one time um, because I like to be all in with the program that I am a part of. So I'm currently in a program. It's coming towards the end of the program. And the program is awesome. Uh, it's a high level mastermind. Everyone in the program is making high mid to high six figures and seven, even multiple seven figures. So it's a high achieving, high performing group of entrepreneurs. There is world class training involved in the form of a video and module portal. And then also we have weekly calls 
I think three out of the four calls a week that we're being trained on some some sort of topic. Every month there's standard hot seat coaching. There's a Facebook group. There's a group Voxer. One live event was part of this year long program. And it's also, in my opinion, it's a very expensive program. It's the most I've ever paid for a group or a mastermind by double. Yet I've never felt connected. I've never felt connected in the group. The two times I have felt connected to the other participants in the program is when we've gotten together in person. And in fact, again, there's only one scheduled in-person event for this particular program. And the feedback that the majority gave was we have to get in person more often. We have to because we're missing it. We're craving it, not just in the program, but in life in general. We just wanted to be with each other. And not to only talk about our businesses and how much money we're making and and goals that we're setting, but we wanted to get to know the woman behind the business. We wanted to know each other on a more emotional, spiritual, psychological level versus just talking about dollars and cents and spreadsheets and tracking. So they actually started adding more in-person opportunities, which I've attended. One one of the I think the one that was, I think only one has been added so far and another one is being added as well, which is really cool. And I share that story because number one, you want to listen to your client base. If your client base is telling you something like that many people in your client base are saying like, we have to get together. That's a thing that's going to retain more of your clients. So that's a tip right there. And many clients are going to say things around the the category of connection and community and doing more things in person. So don't push back on that. Really allow your clients to share that feedback, be open for that feedback. And just because it's not part of the program, I mean, something that I have a really high level of respect for the program that I'm in is they listen. They listen to our feedback. And if we're you know, basically begging for more in-person opportunities and we will show up to those, uh, she puts them on. She does them and there's no extra charge to us. Obviously, you have to get their transportation and you have to stay somewhere. Meals are covered. Uh, you know, it's it's extra time. She's got to find the time for that because it wasn't already included in the program. You have the ability to do that. It's your program. You can make changes to it. You can add value to it. And in fact, I would implore you about every 90 days to figure out what is something that is a value add to your program, but it's not layering on complication and confusion to your program. So listen to your people. And I imagine that your people are probably going to say more in-person things. Also, I have been interviewing many of my clients' clients. That is something that I love to do as a consultant. As a consultant, when I work at the client, I I spend a couple of weeks going through every nook and cranny of their program, client feedback, client results, talking to team members. I look at all of their curriculum. And then finally, we get together for an in-person VIP day. One of the aspects of what I'm looking at is client feedback. Because when you listen to your clients, They're going to tell you so much of what needs to change, be improved, elevated, or even removed so that they have a higher level of satisfaction, happiness, and greater results in your program. So as a consultant, I make a lot of my decisions 
about what I am prescribing my client to do with their program and the delivery, the format, the structure, and then the operations of it and how team is working with the program and the clients, it largely is based on client feedback. Now, some of my clients aren't already collecting feedback, so I don't have anything to look at. When that's the case, I have them select clients that are current clients, and I also have them select clients that are no longer clients, especially clients who they would have expected would have renewed, and I have interviews with them on Zoom. I had one today, right before I sat down to record this episode, I had an interview with one of my client's clients, and it was so incredibly insightful. And two areas that she mentioned were the greatest areas for improvement. Both had something to do with community and connection with the client base. One of them was the usage of the Facebook group as the kind of community holding container and the communication container for the program. She said, it's not used hardly at all. Uh, The members aren't in there supporting each other or answering each other's questions at all. Almost no one comes in there. She goes, I don't even use Facebook, so I never go in there. And when someone does post a question, it doesn't really get a whole lot of response. And so one of her pieces of feedback was, I'd like to have a different platform, A, and B, it's got to be facilitated better. So that was one of the top areas for feedback. And this is a client who will be renewing for their third year in the program. So this is an extremely happy client, a client who's getting results and a client who is highly satisfied. Even your clients who are getting great results and they're very, very happy and satisfied, they still see areas for improvement. So that was one thing that she said. And the second thing that she said, um, one of her favorite elements of the program are the in-person retreats. Now this is a 12 month program. There are three in-person retreats. I believe they are two days. And I think at one time they might've been three days long. And so I asked her, I was like, what do you think about the three events? Does that work for you? Or would you like to see more? And she goes, actually, I'd like to have more retreats. She said she preferred four retreats, one a quarter, because the women in this program are very successful businesswomen. And many of them run their businesses on 90 day or quarterly cycles. And she would like to have four quarterly retreats and also make them three days instead of two. And one of the biggest reasons why people want to get together in person is because they want to get together in person, not necessarily because they just want to be around you, the leader. That is part of it. They want friends. They want to feel like they belong. They want to create bonds. They want to feel connected with each other. They want to get to know people, not just know about each other's businesses. That is their support system. It's who they can lean on because there's not that many people in our everyday lives that truly understand what we're doing as entrepreneurs. I'm going to share a third story with you around connection and community. I was chatting with another one of my consulting clients yesterday And I haven't really started diving into her program. I haven't interviewed any of her clients. And this is really our initial, you know, my initial conversation with her around what's your big vision years from now around the program that we're going to be working together on. You know, uh, I wanted to hear what's working, what's not working, what she sees, what she wants to change, what she doesn't want to touch. And there's two things that she said she didn't want to touch at all. She said, number one, I don't want to touch my curriculum or my IP. 
It works. I don't want to change it at all. We've worked on elevating it over the years and it's good to go. I think the only thing she's going to do with her IP and curriculum is re-record it. The second thing she doesn't want to touch is community. And she said, I didn't realize when I first started my business and started this program that I was going to be this good at cultivating and facilitating community and connection. In fact, one of the things that she very recently just shifted in her program is shifting it from an evergreen model to a cohort-based model. Now, what that means is people can still join the program at any time, but she's deciding what that time is so that 10 or 15 or 20 or 40 people are all joining at the same time together as a cohort. And they then join the existing members that are already in the program versus I could buy tomorrow, you could buy next week, four people could buy three weeks later, one person could buy the next week. And then you have like this trickle of new clients coming in on a weekly basis. She said the number one piece of feedback they got from that evergreen model is that even though you're in this program, the community rocks, we're seeing each other every week. This is a mindset program and personal development. So you're already, you know, typically when you're in a program like that, the 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 only way you're going to get results is because you're vulnerable, which means you have to feel like you're in a really safe space to get that caliber of results. This client also has about an 80% retention rate, which is really, really high. Like everybody would kill to have that retention rate. But the feedback she's been getting from the evergreen model is that the clients who came in by themselves or with only two other people or three other people, and they were then joining the rest of the existing clientele, they never really felt truly connected, that there was still this missing piece from that, and they were craving it. I think that story is so important because even though you can be great at facilitating community, your clients are seeing each other all the time. They're hearing each other go through vulnerable processes of growth and evolution. That does not mean they they feel connected or as though they belong to the degree that they want to feel a sense of belonging to everyone else in the program. It doesn't happen by itself. Just because a group of adults are with a group of other adults, it does not mean that community is going to automatically or naturally form. It must be facilitated, led, and cultivated at all times throughout the entire duration of the program by you, the leader, the business owner. That That's our job. That is our job. That's one of our number, I'd say that's our number one job, actually, is to curate, cultivate, facilitate, and lead real community connection and belongingness among our client base. When you do that well, your clients will be so loyal and they will literally stay with you for life. They will also get much better results. They will experience transformation over and over and over again. Transformation happens when two things are present in the environment. You have to have both of these for transformation to work and to stick. One is engagement, and that's not only engaging with you and your material, that's engaging with their peers, but it's not going to automatically happen. And number two, learning must be present. Learning will not happen without engagement, or it will happen only to a certain degree. So 
Engagement, therefore, becomes almost more important. It actually is. Engagement and community and connection is more important than what you're teaching your clients. So super duper important. Another client, so this is a fourth story. This is a short one. Another client that I worked with a couple of months ago, she also has a very, very high retention rate in both of her programs. Her clients stay with her for years. They have absolutely phenomenal results. It is in a business category. And the number one thing that she probably prides herself on as a leader and that you notice and you can feel even as an outsider looking in, it is community. She has done such an outstanding job of building community inside of her programs. The way that they celebrate each other's wins, they have each other's backs, they are each other's biggest cheerleader, they challenge each other to be even better. They they jump in and they support this business owner, um, not even paid to do it either. They will jump in and be the associate coach. They'll jump in and volunteer at her live events. They refer people. They bring people into the program. You don't refer people into a program and bring people into a program because they have great curriculum. You do it because you felt like you belonged and you want other people to come and feel that same sense of belonging with you. That's the only reason why people are going to refer a program. What else do I want to share? You know, I'll share I'll share two other stories here because I think um, these stories are these real life stories are very great examples for you to wrap your mind around the power of connection and community. Another one is another consulting client of mine. I worked with her at the beginning of the summer. And when I was brought into the program, the retention ratio was not as high as she wanted to see it. And one of the biggest pieces of feedback that clients were providing is that they were overwhelmed and didn't really know what to do next. And her clients are also really high six-figure earners and multiple seven-figure earners. And even when you're working with people who are at that particular level of business, they are they they crave community and connection just as just as much as anybody else does. So the amount of money that someone's making does not mean they do not see value in community and connection. The way the program was structured when I came in to do some consulting work, there were a lot of calls being run every single week. In fact, there were four calls a week that participants could attend, but they were all kind of like teaching calls. You know, one call was a hot seat coaching call. Another call was a copywriting call. I don't, I don't remember what the other, maybe one call a week was on sales. And the other thing that I noticed about the program was that attendance was very, very low on all these calls. And I thought to myself, okay, well, attendance is low for two reasons. Number one, it's too many calls. Four a week is just too much. I have run a program with four calls a week and it was way too much. And number two, if people do not want to be on these calls, then they do not feel connected to each other. And in fact, it's probably more that reason than too many calls. So too many calls is probably the second reason why people weren't showing up. And so one element, two elements that we changed. Number one, we dropped down to just one call a week. And I believe two weeks out of the month, there's two calls. One week out of the month, we created this call called a board of directors call where all the clients are split up into their own board of directors pod. I believe we decided on six people per pod. 
And so everybody in the program shows up to a Zoom call and then they're put in breakout rooms with their board of directors or their pod. So there's six of them in each board of directors pod and they support each other. Since we instituted that, we eliminated the number of calls. We created the board of directors call. That call is one of, based on feedback, it's one of the client's favorite elements of the program. And now they're showing up to the other group calls because they feel so much more connected to and supported by one another. And finally, I'll share a story about myself. I'm I'm in a mindset program right now with someone who I know really well. She used to be a client of mine. She's been a mindset coach in my programs. And I just took her level one master class, which was six weeks. I We start our level two class, which is eight weeks. It starts tomorrow, starts this week. And one of the elements of the program, we have two calls a week. We have a training call plus Q&A. And then we have a bonus call every week where you can just come and ask your questions and receive coaching. The element of the program that I believe is really the glue that sticks the program together is that we are all in accountability pods. There are five of us in each pod and each pod has a pod leader. I'm, I'm a pod leader in my pod. And so I we created a group Facebook messenger group where we can all chat, all five of us. And we are given instructions on what our discussion is supposed to be about that particular week. It's all based on the training that we had a few days prior. And so we work on our homework and we come together as a pod and we talk about the previous class. We talk about our homework. We talk about the discussion topics we were given. And you just feel like you have such a bond with these women, even though you have completely different businesses, backgrounds, um, you're at different places in your life, you're different ages, you're at different stages of your business and life, but you all have this one thing in common that you're working towards within yourself and you get to explore that together. We have different religious backgrounds, religious views. We have different political views. You know, we're not necessarily talking about politics on our call. We talk about religion on our call, but it's just such a, uh, it's just a really cool experience. and. There's almost 100% show up rates to the weekly calls. And I think one of the reasons why there is such a high show up rate is because we have our accountability pods. Now, something that you do want to know about having something in your programs like pods or accountability groups or board of directors or brain trust group you or accountability buddies, you want to change that up. You do not want the same group of people to be with each other for an extended period of time. So for instance, if your program is a year long, you probably want to change your accountability pods every 90 days. And again, I don't, it does not matter how advanced your clients are. Everybody wants to be together. Everybody, a lot of people find just as much value from their peers in a program as they do from you, the leader, the trainer, and the curriculum that you're providing. So keep that in mind. You do want to change up your accountability pods though, because they can become codependent. So remember that if you are pairing people up or grouping people up to have conversations outside of the regular group calls that you're leading, change those up periodically. For instance, the program I'm in, everybody goes from a level one to level two, except maybe like one or two folks. And we're going to be in a completely new pod for level two for that reason. So we were with our original pod for six weeks. We're going to be with our new pod for eight weeks. So I'll be with completely different people. So that is my take on community and connection. You know, we're heading into 2023. I believe that 
community and connection, if it isn't already, it needs to become your number one priority if you are running one to many programs, whether it's a certification, a mastermind, or some sort of group program, or a high-touch course that is taught live on a weekly basis. People are making their decision more based on if they feel like they found their people and there's a sense of belonging for them more than they are looking at what's the ROI and the result that I'm going to get here. I actually think that's becoming a secondary in terms of how people are making their decision. And once you have people in your program, recognize that people are not there just to learn from what you have to teach and train them on. That is just one element. If you want greater levels of engagement in your program, if you want your clients to feel more satisfied, if you want your clients to be happier, if you would like to see your clients get better results, if you want to see your retention ratio go up, if you want to see your clients send you referrals without you even having to ask, the answer, hands down, is build connection and community. Facilitate belonging. And as the leader, you do have to lead that. Adults in the same room together, in the same Zoom room, they're just not going to, they're not going to create community for themselves. They're not even going to do it when they're in the room together. Um, so even if you've got live events as part of your programs, community is not even built. If you So a lot of people will do this. I'll, I'll end with this. I could keep talking about this forever. It'll just get too long. What a lot of people will do at their retreats and their events is they will let their clients have downtime or they'll let their clients like just go off on their own for dinner. And they'll say, the reason why I'm having you do that is so that you all go out and build connection and build community. It actually, it doesn't happen. You may think that it's happening, but real connection and community, that's not how it happens. There has to be a leader involved. There really does. And if you want your clients to have the transformation that they're there to have, that your program is promising, they really have to be, that community and connection piece really does have to be underneath your wing quite a bit more. It's just, it's not sufficient. I'm not saying don't send your people off to go enjoy themselves with each other. Please do not think that's what I just said. Fine, It's fine if you do that. What I'm saying is do not think that that is all you have to do for bonds, connections, and true community to be developed. It's not going to happen on its own if because you have no role in that whatsoever. And if that's what you're relying on for community to be built, it isn't going to work. And you'll be shocked when you find out people aren't coming back. People aren't staying with me any longer. Um, that's the reason why. So you are in control. You are in command of facilitating, cultivating and building and leading community and real connection. If you are someone who loved this episode, I would so appreciate your feedback. You can send me a message or leave us a review with your feedback on the show and what you just heard. If you are someone who is saying, you know what, I am leading group programs and masterminds and I've experienced some pretty rapid growth in terms of the volume of people in my program. And I am totally resonating with what you're talking about here around the community and connection piece. And maybe you're seeing that break down a little bit in your programs, or you're not quite sure how to facilitate that. Maybe you're noticing that the larger your client base has gotten, the more challenging it is for you to keep your clients longer or 
ensure that your clients are satisfied with their experience. Maybe you've even seen retention rates go down or results your clients are getting decrease as your volume of enrollment has increased. If that is you, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Either one is fine. And tell me, I want to just tell me a little bit about what's going on. What are you frustrated by? What are you noticing? What are the challenges that you're having as a leader with your clients and your programs as you are continuing to grow and want to have a larger impact on more people? Just kind of fill me in on what's going on with you. What's going on with the program? Tell me what the challenges are. I totally resonate with that. And, you know, I'll probably just ask you some questions to find out a little bit more about what's going on. And if it makes sense, we can hop on a call and see if there's a way that I can support you further in some capacity uh, so that you can really move forward confidently and with clarity in the way that you are leading your clients through the client experience and also how you're leading your team and your business as is experiencing this type of growth in this particular business model. So I'd love to hear from you. And until then, until I hear from you or until we connect here again next week, remember to design a life and business that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.